Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about the kissing bug. cone-nosed bugs, bloodsuckers, or kissing bugs are all names for a type of an assassin bug. Assassin bugs are just general predators, and there are about 7,000 different species in this group. Kissing bugs rely on blood to survive. The blood often comes from people, dogs, wild animals, things like rodents. This makes them different from many other assassin bugs who hunt things like garden pests or like bees or wasps. Kissing bugs eat throughout their lives. I know we talk a lot about insects or just bugs in general who only eat in their larval or nymph stages, but that's not true here. There are 11 different species of kissing bugs here in the United States. They are large often like brown or black insects that have different patterns on their like backs or bellies, depending on the species. But um, some species are just solid in color. They can range in size from about half an inch to well over an inch. They have wings and can fly and their faces are kind of cone shaped, almost like weevils, but not as fun. You get what I mean. Weevils have really fun faces. We've talked about that before. The kissing bugs hatch from eggs laid in late summer or early fall, and they hatch in about three to five weeks. From there, they undergo five different stages before reaching adulthood. Each stage is really just like a growth instar. We've talked about instars before. Um, they just grow about five times before they reach adulthood. In order to progress and grow, they do require a full meal. That means they have to suck enough blood to get full. These full feedings take anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes, and they'll take in up to five times their body weight. They'll feed at least every two weeks as long as they have a host. They do sometimes get blood from people, and I'll definitely talk about that in a minute, but I want to talk about some species that get their meals not from humans first. So in some areas, kissing bugs are most associated with the pack rat. The actual rat, not your grandma, who just never throws anything away. The eggs are laid in the pack rat's nest, and the nymphs feed off of the rats. In other areas, they den with different rodents. And for some reason, I found that super weird. They're just active parasites on these rodents, but when you think about like the rodents, general parasites, you think like fleas, not these giant kissing bugs. Like some of these rodents are almost the same size as the bug that feeds on them. And that's crazy to me. I would like to clarify something. They are blood sucking parasites. And for me, when I hear that, I immediately think ticks, but that is not the case. The kissing bugs don't attach themselves to the host like a tick does. Um, ticks really freak me out. You could have one on you right now. When was the last time you checked yourself for ticks? I was told to always check yourself while you're in the shower, but I am super blind. 
and I can't see a single thing without my glasses. So when I'm in the shower, I can't see anything. Like I have color coded bottles, so I know what to use because I can see color, but I can't see like details or really anything outside of like blobs of color. So I could be covered in ticks and not even realize it. Crazy. When I say they don't attach to the host like a tick does, they do definitely attach their mouth parts to you to feed because they have to. There's no way they can suck your blood without attaching. But once they've had their meal, they unlatch and they move on. It's not like ticks where they just sort of stay on you. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Apparently getting bitten doesn't really hurt. But some people can have a reaction or get a special kissing bug disease. This is crazy. And I had no idea that was a thing. But hold on. We'll get to it. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's back up. We have these kissing bugs where I live. And I was told that they bite. But that's it. I was told they mean that they're bite. They mean they're bite? No. (laughs) I was told they're mean and they bite. So don't mess with them. They definitely bite. In fact, that's where the name kissing bug comes from because they'll bite you anywhere, but most often they'll bite you on your face, like around your mouth. And there is a reason for that. We'll get to it. Hold on. I I keep getting ahead of myself. They're most active at night, acting almost like moths being attracted to lights. And some species seek out humans. Remember we said they'll bite humans. I said, we'll get back to it. We're here. Hi. Some species seek out humans. They're attracted to the gases we exhale, our normal body odors, and our body heat. Some bite people randomly, which is what I was warned about. Like, if you see one, be careful, they'll bite you. And yes, that's true, but... There's a more common instance of people having issues with kissing bugs. So the bugs will live around your house, sometimes in your house, and they're most active at night, so you may never see them. And then they feed on you at night without you noticing. And then they'll go to rest under your bed or like in your mattress when they're done eating. It's super similar to bed bugs in that way, and they're kind of cousins. So it's important to wash your bedding often as you'll see them um, if you ever washed your sheets. I'm really bad about not washing my sheets as often as I should. Now I said they often bite on your face like around your mouth. Now here's the deal with that. If you're just out walking around, you're 100% going to notice if a giant bug flies at your face. But if you're asleep... Most people sleep with their heads uncovered, so your head is exposed, and they're going to go for the easy meal, and then being attracted to the chemicals that we exhale, they're going to go towards your face, because they're attracted to your heat, they're attracted to those chemicals, so it just makes sense that they would go towards your face. Now, is that saying that Like, I sleep with my arms out of the covers sometimes. Would one feed on my arm? Absolutely. But that's not the most common thing. The most common thing is they'll attach to your face while you're sleeping, suck your blood, and then detach after about 10 minutes, go hide somewhere, and 
you might not know. Like, it doesn't hurt. You won't wake up from it. Just wake up in the morning and go on with your life. Crazy. Now, I did say they cause a disease, and I just didn't explain myself. We just moved right on. So let's get back to that. Kissing bugs are known to carry a parasite that causes something called Chagas disease especially in like South America, but it's becoming more common here in the United States. This disease is different from some other parasitic infections as it comes through their poop and spreads if it gets into one of the wounds caused by your bite or caused by their bite. So other things that carry parasites typically it's spread like when they bite you and they suck your blood, like um, mosquitoes. The things mosquitoes carry infect humans when they bite the human and they suck the blood. That's how it spreads to humans from mosquitoes. From kissing bugs, when they feed, they're, they're known to poop while they feed, which is gross. And like, think about that. Every time you eat, you poop. We could never go to restaurants. <laughs> but anyway, that's not the point. The point is they'll feed and poop. And then if you like scratch where they've just latched onto you, you could get the feces in the wound. Or if you like rub your face, you could spread the feces like into your mouth or into your eyes and it will infect you that way. That sounded really gross. I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry. Now, Chagas disease will start out as the flu, kind of, and then you'll get some swelling and a fever. And then if it's left untreated, it'll cause heart disease and digestive problems, which can be deadly. I read that it kills something like 11,000 people a year. And while... I'm conflicted. 11,000 both seems like a lot and not a lot, but it's, it's growing. It's getting worse because the bugs are spreading and people just aren't aware that this happens. So I'm spreading awareness, doing my civic duty to mankind here. Um, in addition to Chagas disease, you could also have an allergic reaction to the bite, which I guess is true of just anything that bites. So if you're bitten, you may know, you may not. Honestly, you may not know. That's why it's important to, you know, clean your sheets and your house in general. So if you see them in your bedroom, it's safe to assume you've been bitten. If you wake up and one's on your face, it's safe to assume you've been bitten. If one flies at you and bites you, it's pretty safe to assume you've been bitten. So if you are bitten, I said bitten a lot just now. That was terrible. Anyway, keep an eye on your health if you are aware that one bit you. Sorry, I had to say it again. I'm so sorry. If you start to develop flu-like symptoms, you need to seek medical attention. Um, and if you have an allergic reaction, obviously you should seek medical attention for that as well. Some sources say that you should keep the bug I mean, you can do that if it makes you feel better. You just pop it in the freezer, obviously in a container, or like 
fill your container with rubbing alcohol and put it in there to preserve it. It isn't completely necessary though, because they can test you for the parasite that causes Chagas without the bug being present. So it's not like rabies, because that's a terrifying experience. Okay, here's a tangent, real quick. I was attacked by a random dog once, and at first I didn't know who the dog belonged to or like who the dog was, basically. And so I had to go to the emergency room because I was bleeding and it was a whole thing. And the doctor was like, okay, cool. If you can't find the dog and the, if you can't find the dog or the dog doesn't have proof of a rabies vaccination, you'll have to do the whole rabies treatment out of like precaution. It's a whole thing. Do you know what rabies treatment is? It's a huge needle that has to go into your belly button something like five times. Anyway. It's not like that. You don't need proof that the bug has the parasite. If you go in and are like, I was bit by this. I'm experiencing these symptoms. They'll test you for it. You don't have to take the bug in. But if it makes you feel better to be able to take the bug to like a local university or something where they can test it, go for it. Live your life. Um, Will it pet... No, don't keep these as pets. No. Okay, let's recap. Close this one out. Kissing bugs go by several names. They're an assassin bug who lives off blood. Some species live off rodents. Some are attracted to people, so keep an eye out. They don't attach themselves like ticks. Instead, they just feed and sort of move on. They do carry a parasite that can cause things like heart and digestive problems that can be deadly. So if you're bitten, again, sorry to use the word again, but if you're bitten, it's best to go see a doctor if you're feeling off. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks for learning with me. I'll see you next week here on the Bug Plug Podcast. (laughs)